0: I still can't believe. Still can't believe it.
1: And a good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to uh, another Sports and Media podcast. I'm Jeff. I am Joe. Well, we appreciate you coming in. This is episode. You believe this is our sixty fourth uh, episode, Joe?
0: See, we're about ready to retire. I'm telling you, You're getting that age
1: with all these royalties coming in, right? <laughs> There you go. Uh, all right, sixty-four. Uh, we are. There's a lot of weird time for sports right now. There's a lot, you know. You know, you got is. everything's going on at once. But let's uh, start off with uh, you know the, the NFL playoffs are down to the the final four at the time of this recording. You got Jacksonville against New England in the AFC, and the Packers and or not Packers the Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC as we head towards Championship Weekend.
0: Well, I mean, I, I know you're a bit sad with the Steelers. I, I mean. I... For you, I was rooting for them.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I was rooting. At least there's happiness that Todd Haley is gone. That long six-year well, nightmare you've, is you've over. Well, you've
0: not liked him for a while. But, oh, yeah. uh, but, but the games. I mean, I know that aside, and it's tough to, to push that aside. What did you think of the games? Because they were, there was the Steelers-Jags game, which I thought was a very wild game. And also the Saints game was a really wild especially the last three minutes of that yeah. game.
1: The games were okay. I mean, usually that's the best weekend. Uh, you know, the Steelers-Jags game, you know, didn't do very well in the ratings. I was surprised, and usually Steelers' are ratings gold. But you know, nobody really Probably follows. Probably because
0: of the, maybe the Jags is the such Jags, a small market. And
1: the noon Monday, the noon weekend game is the that's tough one tough. on Sundays. That's tough. Uh, the Vikings game was amazing because I was, just, you know, you, you, you just thought it was over. And you in, being an EIU alum. I went to school with Sean Payton. I was happy for him, and I thought, well, he's going to make it to the, maybe make it to I the know. Super Bowl, and then. The miracle of all the Minneapolis miracle, or whatever they're calling it, uh, you know, it hit, and what you know, you, you, you'll never forget that play. It's one of those plays that's going to be etched in your memory. Uh, one of my first memories was Drew Pearson, remember against the Vikings
0: way back. Yeah, when. that was the first play I thought of yeah. too, because I I remember watching that play in a small black and white TV in my bedroom there. <laughs> and I, but as I recall, wasn't there some sort of conflict with that play too?
1: They thought there was a... Something with the official? Uh, yeah, the
0: official. And the, there was, yeah, there was, but I guess there's conflicts in every play, yeah, every right? In right. yeah. But so, that's what I thought about. But Marcus Williams is Williamson, right? Wasn't that Marcus Williams, yeah. Um, I was uh, driving in the car. I had left. It was like a minute left, and I had to go pick up my daughter. <laughs> and I just could not delay another second or ten seconds. And you know what? I've watched so many games through the years now that I realize things are going to screw up. <laughs> Don't you have that feeling, that that foreboding you have nowadays? Wha- I never used to have that. I think what happens is
1: that, the reason sports is so great and we all love it is reasons like the Viking Saints game because you, sometimes you get disenchanted you get mad because your team is lost or they didn't make the playoffs or you, you're, you, you, you you get just tired of you know losing or you get tired of just whatever the rigmarole of <laughs> right, sports right, right. and then something like that happens and you're like oh my gosh did I really just see what I saw Right. and then you realize that's why we love sports that's why we do podcasts that's why we buy the jerseys that's why we go out to the to the games and help coach youth and all the stuff we do Right. that's why we do it
0: yeah I, I mean this is the time of year where I, I, I sort of fall in love again with with football, the NFL. Um, but I may not after next week because I'm really tired of the same teams. You know, yeah, I, and, and I, I don't want to see the Patriots in there. It just bores me to tears.
1: And I think it's a lock that it's going to be the Patriots and Vikings, and it's going to be the storyline will be Minnesota, the first home team ever to get a play in the Super Bowl, right. and Tom Brady is going to go to Minnesota, and they're going to beat the Vikings handily. And another championship to Brady, and then we move on to the offseason.
0: I'm just so not excited about that game. The only way I could be excited is if the Vikings – win. <laughs> you can't yeah. even say get ahead. The Vikings Eagles thought,
1: or Jaguars win is the only way that people are going to be happy with the end of this NFL season unless you are a, a Boston area a Boston New England fan.
0: And this is nothing against, you know, I know there's been stories and there always are stories about Patriots fans really angry about ESPN and other media, but when you're the top team for so long, people are going to have more negative things about and you. When you. Live ha- with it. that should be a good thing. You should be embracing you, you that. You should be
1: embracing it. And the fact that, you know, you've got the two-time Convicted of cheating on there, so they're they're hated on top of being right. good, and that's what I think. New England fans will never understand that football fans think of them as cheaters, and that you know they've lost two first round draft picks and all the stuff that's went on with with Spygate and Deflate Gate. It really has tarnished their image. But if you tell a New England Patriot fan they're ready to throw down gloves, they they think it's the you know, the, the oh they didn't they, they actually believe they didn't cheat is what I love it when they say that. I'm like you got caught. No team gives up a first round draft pick without a fight, and the Patriots basically. Both times, immediately gave up that draft pick. That's because what... the
0: evidence was overwhelming. Even though you and I haven't seen it, people have seen that. Yeah,
1: and they threw away the evidence in Spygate, which I still finds amazing. So Ugh. there you go. So uh, I, you know, and, and as a Sealer fan, it's tough for me to want to watch this Sunday, but I know I'll end. I'll end up watching it's tough, uh, yeah. most of the the NFC game. You know, I think that will be a more interesting game. I don't think the Jaguars have a chance in the AFC game. So.
0: Although, it would be, it's an interesting storyline. Tom Coughlin, who's twice yeah. beaten. this, But, you know, it's different teams, different ones. But I'll tell you what, the defense. The teams that tend to beat New England are the teams that have a really good defensive line and can put pressure on Brady. And I noticed in the last two playoff games, and again, I'm no expert on this, and I'm not a Jay Gruden or John Gruden looking at all these. I don't get a sense that Brady has the arm that he once has. He still has an amazing arm. He's throwing a lot of short. Brady Did is, you notice that? That's
1: where Brady... It's the under 15-yard pass is where Brady is excellent because for for some reason, people still play zone against Brady and those underneath routes. He just, he just kills you and then he connects with Gronkowski down the middle in the middle routes. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things that... You think they would figure it out, but they don't, uh, and, it, and that's why they're successful. And that's why they're probably going to win another Super Bowl,
0: uh, which is the just <laughs> let depressing. me see. It's Alabama, a, New England. You know who's yeah. going to win? It's it, it
1: pretty much locks in the Yankees and too. the
0: Warriors, and I guess yeah. the, well the Yankees this year would be refreshing, yeah. right? Refreshing this year, yep. uh, but but yeah. if they don't win, you know the Astros oh, yeah. win again, and then suddenly there they got a team, in yeah, and yeah, they to got players.
1: a. Uh, they got another uh, pitcher, too. They, they uh, just traded for the pitcher for the Pirates. Char- Garrett, Cole. Garrett Cole. yeah. yeah so absolutely. I got to. Go ahead. Keep talking, Joe. I'm going to try you're to fix out. are trying our, to get the. Uh, our go live on our Facebook. Go
0: live on Facebook.
1: It's not working right now. We're still trying, so hang tight on there. If you happen to be watching, we'll be back. Hey, do you watch a lot of. Bar, read a lot of barstool sports?
0: I check in, and they're not my favorite. I, I just don't. Uh, the more I read of them and the more I check it out, I'm not a big fan. The I, lowest and,
1: common denominator is a, yeah. a lot of people say. I know uh, Justin Russ from the Journal Gazette, who uh, I, we, he wants to come back on the show here soon, and he, he's one of those ones that he just—that's—he thinks it's the lowest common denominator. and I kind of agree with him on that, and I usually don't agree with him just
0: for the sake <laughs> of not agreeing, as you know. <laughs> uh, no, I know, Justin. It's kind yeah. of funny to, but yeah, i talk to I, him I can, about it's that. It's one of
1: those ones I check. I'm more of a—you know—I like the big lead and you know the CBS Sports line and Deadspin. I like a little bit. They're not near as good as they used to be either. Uh, Awful announcing. You go there ever? I go there every day. I, I just keep check, I checked sh- it this morning again because
0: yeah. they always have some good inter- yeah. information. Like uh, I'm not real familiar with Nicole Briscoe, but she was named to be the next uh, host for the Indy 500 uh, cover, GSPN, what? ABC? Yeah. And usually has it, and she's going to be the next one. And um, it's kind of it's something that's interesting. And again. <laughs> I'm always hesitant to to bring up a topic like this. Uh Uh, This is where people bend their ears in and start wondering. Uh, Nicole Briscoe seems, by all accounts, to be uh, a very talented and professional person, and I have no reason to doubt that in any way. I mean, everybody's writing great things about it. But, And I don't even know if this is a problem, but she's married to a former Indy racing car person, and who is the female announcer who's married to Case Keenum? There's another NFL... Uh, female sideline reporter, something who's married to a f- former to quarterback. A quarterback, uh, and I can't remember who she's it was. the one who
1: used to do college football game day. Yeah, uh, exactly,
0: and who does a really good job. Yeah,
1: and now she's on the Sunday sports reporters in the morning or the Sunday pregame stuff. And that, I, I think that's what it is. Complete brain lock.
0: You know, and and you have these marriages, and you're thinking these these situations. I have no problem with either one of those, uh, but these are the situations, unfortunately, sometimes that someone's going to come out and say. Oh, women are out there just to find a husband, which is all kinds of BS. Women are out there doing an amazing job, uh, uh, reporting and doing everything like that. But you know this whole Me Too movement. There's all kinds of sports journalists out there. I'm, I'm going to be at a sports workshop in a couple of weeks where women will be talking about this, and and women continue to have just a, a tough job of it because I'm looking at this and I think it's interesting. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. No, uh, it's just so happens you cover a beat. Maybe it happens. I mean, the the, the people S- meet I- in all kinds of life. Yes. I mean, you look at Hollywood
1: right now what they're going through it. you know it's sure. the same um yeah I actually we, it's funny you said this Ramin Carbossian one of our sports producers here at WEIU sure. was talking today about Monday night football who's gonna replace John Gruden I, I said what about a woman? You know is it time you know maybe a three person booth with a woman and a former athlete you know ESPN's done a good job on on some of those and they they have. Would be, you know so it'd be an interesting time but you know it would it would get you get a, a little bit more interested. publicity, some interest and you know, why not? I, th- I mean, Jessica Mendoza is awesome on Sunday Night Baseball, and by the way, she'll be the only one coming back from last year's crew.
0: Right, she's going to be at our sports journalism oh, yeah? our shop down right. in, um, in in Nashville, which is completely sold out. This is our fifth year of That's it. That's awesome! And, uh, I, really I, I like very her. much looking forward to talking to her in person because you um, she's. I, you know, people oh, she's very capable. No, she's damn good. She's,
1: yeah, she might be the best part of the broadcast in some <laughs> aspects. Yeah. You know, because she really has a different perspective, and she's smart. And, and I like the fact that she's not afraid to, to, you know, she'll do the funny stunts before the games. And, you know, with some of the guys, are, I think they get tired of that. She's out there doing it. And so, yeah, she's awesome. No, great. Uh, NBA is getting testy. Uh, as you know, it's uh, it's right before the All Star break, which is really weird because they're going to combine these All Star teams this year differently. I hate that. I do too. And but they're, all these teams are fighting now, so it might make it. I actually might want to tune in this year to the NBA All Star game.
0: Well, if they if they drop into uh, if they take some of these players and have a wrestling exhibition, <laughs> I'd love to see. Well, it wouldn't really be fair to see Blake Griffin and Chris Paul because Blake Griffin is way way bigger than than uh, uh, Chris Paul. But they're getting they're getting awfully chippy, and, and a lot of people wanting to blame Austin Rivers and Austin Rivers. Is is a very capable player. Is he? Is he at the level of Chris Paul? Of no, no. but but he's worth being in the NBA. And what's the, what's there's the a lot here? worse
1: players in the NBA than than uh, Austin Rivers. And, and I like the, you know some of the guys. Oh, we're done with the refs. What do you mean you're done with the refs? <laughs> I, that was who said that, Mello? Oh, I yeah, yeah. I'm I'm like, d- yeah. yeah well, I gonna lose for you. They're going to be out there. Yeah. Uh, I did hear today. I'm done with
0: it, these police officers. Yeah.
1: I'm going to do whatever I want in town. <laughs> I read today where they're going to try to have a meeting with the player association, and the referee association, and the NBA setting in to try to come to some agreement. Basically. Basically, what it comes to, and this is part of the problem with the NBA, is superstars never think that they foul. Yep. And they think every time they don't make a basket, they've been fouled. Yep. And I hate to say it. Michael Jordan and LeBron James are the two worst of all time. They every time LeBron James misses a shot, he does this to the refs. You know, he he looks around. You know, you miss once in a while. People miss, and you're not always fouled, but they just are so used to getting the calls, and that's what's you know it's really become. And you know me, I'm anti-ref most of the time, but on this one, you are N- yes. In the NBA, I, I I just I vehemently disagree with the players on
0: this one. You know, just play the game. I, I think being an NFL referee is the most difficult game to officiate because you could argue there's a foul on almost every play not every play but there, there's a great deal there's so much contact how do you how do you make a difference and when do you call it and do you call it different at different well, times
1: someone explain it to me the best way there's how many seven referees in the nfl
0: um on, on the field there yeah. with officials and back judges and line i i don't even know that sounds Oh, i know five is to seven yeah let's say like there's that. seven
1: okay you've got then 11 people on each team Mm -hmm. So there's 11, in essence, there's 11 people going at each other. So a lot of people say, well, the odds are that if there's seven sets of eyes on 11 people, that's why there's so many fouls committed because you, you know that, in essence, really, every play, four people could be fouling and not be seen. So if you break it down like that, yes, every play there should be a foul, and that's why where a lot of that stuff comes from. And it's interesting, but yeah, the NFL, the NFL really—I don't think the referees are the problem right now. Everybody understands it's—it's it's the what's a catch, what's not a catch, and replay, and you know all that goggled with the gook is what's
0: really caused the problems. I think absolutely, and and, and I'm just so the one thing I, I we continue to talk about is I hate looking at a play and going oh trying to wait five seconds whether or not to celebrate or not because you're looking for a flag but coming back to the nba you're absolutely right there's a lot more in the nfl and it makes it difficult for for that but this this play between chris paul and blake griffin went beyond that it became way personal um all kinds of things they even marched towards the locker Locker room and people said well they weren't trying to fight okay if a team goes towards the other team's locker room that's not a good thing. And, and, and fines, if not suspensions, need to come down because you, well, you I, cannot allow something like this to I happen saw where in your
1: sport. Two of the minor players involved did get fined, but they didn't find Chris Paul, who's the president of the players' really, at board, which I thought was interesting. It's like, okay, are you afraid to find him or what? So,
0: I don't, yeah, I, I don't have an idea. What's what kind of interesting keeping the officials is that I think the most difficult, the easiest sport to foul in is soccer. Yeah. Because you have that one official and then you have the two others. And in no sport like soccer, those officials feel like they're God. And there was a a, uh, video, I don't know if you saw it this past week, uh, Paris Saint-Germain, which is a really great uh, European team. Somebody was going downfield, the players running, the official trips, uh, they, they tangle feet, the official trips, and the official gets so angry that he tries kicking the player.
1: Oh, I did not see that.
0: Yes, and this person, of course, finally you have a video like that, he gets suspended. But they're kind of, this kind of stuff, you know, I see it at the high school level. High school refs around here and every place feel like they're gods, and they, they t- <laughs> they're they trying to educate players, and, and the coaches are like, leave my players alone. That's not – just officiate the darn game.
1: I saw that last night in Effingham. I, I won't say uh, uh, what the guy's name is, but he knows who he is. But I, his he, name rhymes with
0: he, what? His
1: <laughs> – He's just, he's probably not, he's just not a very good wrestling official. And, you know, and you just see nobody paid to go watch him. That's why I always want to tell you. We didn't oh, pay. and he's going. Yeah, hey, look at me! It's, it's me. Sh- I'm the show. Two nights in a row. Actually, in, in,
0: in, a, in a wrestling match, the guys oh. making.
1: There's certain know. refs that think that people are there to see. In every sport, it, it doesn't matter. It, there's always those guys, you know, that just think people come to see them, and they don't.
0: No, nobody no, pays. No, no, Not at all.
1: <laughs> no one at all. And this guy's well thought of. He just, you know, it's just, you know, there's one of those things that, you know, there's there's always disagreements. There's certain teams that refs don't get along with, and you know, it happens in every sport. I've seen it. You know, other people say the same thing about other refs who i think would be a really good ref so right. hey, it just it is what it is and you, and you, and you move
0: on no, i'm over with all of those guys there you go and um, gals.
1: let's talk about one thing we do have to touch on since it's a sports podcast we lost a legend over the weekend keith, oh. keith jackson longtime, you know abc sport that's where i, I relate to him as abc i know he worked for some other networks uh, but passed away um the rose bowl growing up keith jackson was the voice of the rose bowl uh, before, you know, Musburger, I always remember Keith Jackson. And just growing up on Saturday afternoons when you turned on the TV, he was there. Yeah. And just a, an absolute, you know, seemed like a really good man, a genuine man. Uh, and so it's, it's, we lost Inberg and Keith Jackson, you know. Two, run, of, the, two yeah. of the all-time
0: best. Yeah. Uh, it's, what I find interesting, too, is that the best people, and I'm sure you've come across this, too, the best people in whatever profession it is, uh, politics, sports, writing, the ones who are the best are the ones who have the least ego. They're challenging themselves, and they don't feel their way up there. Uh, two, two examples. One, when Tim O'Brien, who's one of the great American writers, came here about 10 years ago. He wrote, uh, he's written so many wonderful pieces. You know, Chasing Cacciato, and um, where I'm calling. I'm not, no, that was Carver, uh, um, about Vietnam and the Red River. Yeah. He came and, and, and talked I remember later that day he sees me across campus and waves to me. and Goes, hey, how you doing today? And just <laughs> uh, it was just it was just amazing. But to come back to um, a former colleague of mine who worked at Fort Myers, Michelle Raguska, put on Facebook a, a, a story about uh, uh, Keith Jackson. Said he wrote her he wrote Keith Jackson a letter. Uh, sh- uh, she wrote Keith Jackson a letter when she was young, and asked for advice and even what college to go to. And he recommended, and she ended up going to University of Florida. Fast forward, she's at University of Florida, and there's a big game going on, and she sees, she walks in a bar, and she sees Keith Jackson at a restaurant bar with some other people, and goes over and thanks them, and they end up talking for an hour and a half. Uh-huh. I mean, that's the kind of guy Keith Jackson apparently is. I've heard nothing but amazing things. He was, he was magnificent, one of the all-time best on on the field and off the field as well. And famous for a saying that he may never have said. Which one? Whoa, Ellie. I don't think it's on... Re- I, uh, I looked it up.
1: Is it on... Have you found it?
0: Um, oh, my gosh. What's the other one he has? What's the other one? I'm trying to remember which one. One of them was his grandfather used to say it. Yeah,
1: I, I think Wonelli, they, they've never found the video of him saying it, but he, he must have said it early in his career where there wasn't a lot of... A lot of times they didn't keep records. I mean, sure, keep, right. Keep they tapes. didn't tape it. They didn't yeah, tape Yeah, they didn't it. tape Super Bowl 1 all the way through. If right, you I know. And so, uh, I, you know, it's funny that no one's ever found Wonelli on uh, on video. He,
0: he was just... He, he was... He was able to speak intelligently, but also with a down-home feel. Charm, yeah, down home that country charm. Yeah, he called had, the game. He, he was definitely unbiased
1: charming. Uh, all the way through. Yeah, also, yeah, just a. Uh he was, he
0: was a fan and a pro at the same time.
1: Exactly. That's, that might be the way we'll leave that one. Keith Jackson, a fan and a pro at the same time. Uh, Olympics. Uh, I want to touch base on Olympics. Are you excited at all about the Olympics? Sorry. February 8th, NBC is promoting the bejesus out of this right now on every platform they have to try to get viewers on the Olympics. And their big thing that they're selling is that they're going to be live whatever time the sport event goes on, whether it's 2 in the morning or 3 in the afternoon, they're going to be live. So if you really want to see it and not hear about it before... You can.
0: Yeah, I can only get excited about one thing at a time. I was—I'm I, just getting over the death of Versace. That movie <laughs> that's been <laughs> promoted all over the place. Um, I never really get excited for the Winter Olympics, but darn if I don't always check in. Um, you feel like you're obligated to, right? Is that I how do, you feel? I, I do feel like I'm obligated, but I also then get sucked in. There's certain <laughs> sports I just—you're going, oh wow, is that our Austrian really going to win the, you know, the luge or the the bobsled? It's, it, it, you watch one and another, and they. When I stop watching, and I've noticed the last few years, is when they're telling me too many stories about the people who are about to go down the mountain or the luge or you know whatever yeah. the proper terminology. I don't know how you feel about that, but I understand why they're trying to get them. But well, they love
1: the behind-the-scenes stories. That's Just what give make. me the action. I, I want the I want the bobsled. I want the luge. I want the ski jumping. Not you know not the downhill as much. I like the ski jumping. Oh, that's uh, interesting the, too. Yeah. yeah. The the best is the is like the is the five hundred speed skate when they are like one time around. The Those
0: thing. guys and and guys. There's an American. There's a young girl who looks like she's going to yeah. be the next. They're saying, "Oh no!" Yeah,
1: and then obviously, you know, we have some. We do have some downhill skiers that are good. A couple, Lindsey Vaughn. Lindsey Vaughn and the other girl who won gold last time. So. Oh yeah, I look forward to. I'll check it out. What I like about does it, it start it, Sunday? Uh, the eighth, February eighth,
0: February. Okay,
1: and uh, I like it. You know, like if you're if you can't sleep and it's live at night. I always like that, you know. It's <laughs> something to watch. That's live <laughs> sports, right, and right, right. you kind of, you know, you and,
0: do it. And it's we're sort of in that lull between. It'll be the end of the the Super Bowl will have been concluded, Super Bowl will be over. Baseball has not started. You still got base basketball yeah. and, and and hockey, but uh, it's a good fit in there. So yeah.
1: I, you know, I, I don't know. I ke- I go back and forth. But you're like you, you said it best today. Is you know, it's, what's there. We're gonna watch it probably. We'll yeah. check in. Oh, absolutely.
0: Know. I'll be watching, and it. we'll
1: know that the American hockey team will stink, and we'll. And well,
0: <laughs> then th- 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 I thought last time they played, they went into a overtime again. Canon Remember, they wanna They, knocked were, off, yeah, they almost like, knocked off Cannon yeah. in overtime. Yep. But I hope I hope they do well. There you go. Uh
1: speaking of spring training, uh, what do you think? I mean, are you re- you it's a weird baseball season? I mean Next year?
0: Next year's a weird baseball season. Yeah, this coming yeah. season, oh, I mean, sure. just because of
1: the fact the players aren't signing. Uh, you've, you know, you've got you, you, the Astros. You know, went and got another pitcher, so that kind of puts them at top. But I've ne- never seen a year where they're just, like, they, what do they call
0: it? They call it the cold stove league
1: <laughs> instead of the hot stove because <laughs> you could feel. we is. talked about this it really last is. week. You know, so
0: it's going to suddenly. <laughs> I, I, I'm wondering. I still think there's going to be a lot of players who just may not get signed, or they will at the very last second for some. Or oh, they'll wait pittance. till
1: June or July when somebody needs a third baseman, and uh, as long as they've stayed in shape. I mean, how
0: does Todd Frazier not have a team right now? Yeah. But I think the players are overvaluing. In this, we're going through a transition. I think we talked about it last week or two, which is teams are trying to build from the, within, grow them up, and then like even the Astros. They could have gone to free agency. They decided to go for Jericho. Yep. The Yankees, too. Uh, this luxury tax which got ripped when it first came out is making a big difference in Major League Baseball nowadays. There you when go. When you have to spend, what, 30% of your salary? I believe that is right. Yeah, 30%. Um, the other thing I want to
1: touch back in the NFL is Thursday night football. We, we thought maybe would go away. Did you no. see the bidding came back out? Oh, no. And pff- every network bid. I mean, we thought maybe CBS would go away after really not having that much success, but they're in it, ABC's in it, Fox is in it, they're all bidding. Was Facebook in that? I I think Facebook's in it. I think every – so Thursday Night Football will not go away for the NFL, and and it's really something that you don't really care about when it's on unless it's your team and your market. I mean, if it's the Seahawks and the Cardinals, I don't care. But it's really weird how that is – you know, I thought maybe this would be the time to would go away, but it shows even though everybody has called for the demise of the NFL and the ratings are down slightly again – when it comes to where money is made, if the networks are all bidding, folks, there's a real good sign that means they are still got cash is flush.
0: You know, that's absolutely right. I mean, no, no matter how low the NFL ratings are, they're better than almost any other show you can go watch, right? Yep, exactly. You're, you're right on the mark.
1: I got one more funny thing I want to talk about with you, but what, I don't want, want to skip any of your topics, Joe, since um, you, you did—he's re- got no cards like in, like, order over here. Yeah,
0: hold on. Let me get card <laughs> 63-7. Look at the boy. Um, no, there was just one thing I like. Um, last week we talked about the Packers fan who was mauled by the bear. Yeah. Um, funny only in sports, <laughs> in yeah. no other way is it funny. But here's one that sort of like encounters a really nice story, is That after the Saints and Vikings, the punter was out there with a torn rib and cartilage, and played. Yep. Well, he he's one of the guys who lined up for that two point conversion. Yep. Vikings fans were so taken by that they donated one hundred fifty thousand dollars to his um, to his charity. Wow, so he's Tom said, right? Yep. Yeah, Tom yeah. Moore said, yeah, he went out there and um, but but it made me I I forgot some of these others. Remember a week before earlier, uh, what was it when the uh, Andy Dalton had yeah, his the, the Bills fans, Bills fans because fans they him, yeah. they beat the Ravens to get them and they gave him him three hundred thousand and then there was also um, the Bengals gave Blake Bortles after they beat Pittsburgh, but the one I didn't know about was that fantasy owners apparently have been giving lots of money to Todd Gurley's. Um, funds because all these fantasy owners who picked him going, you helped me win these fantasy. <laughs> so they're donating for that as well. But that's a nice story, people uh, uh, donating it to an opposing, don't you think? I,
1: I, that's really good. Uh, yeah, it's neat. I mean, it's kind of cool. It shows you that you know, not, not everything has to be you know, acrimonious, and it, no, it, 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 it can I, be fun.
0: I love that story. That's maybe one of my favorite stories in months.
1: All right, I'm going to throw you a complete loop now, this last okay. one. All right? And I, I, I don't know how good our Facebook Live is. Uh, that's why I didn't promote this earlier. But when you have to think about right now or all time, uniforms the best professional sports uniform i don't care what sport the what do you best. think is the best looking professional
0: sports uniform the best one and, the,
1: and it can it doesn't have to be of active all now. time of all time
0: um are you, are you? maybe the late 70s early 80s two of them i'll say uh houston astros you like the, the, the orange they're so bad
1: they're good all right or
0: the chicago white Sox shorts I don't remember that. So they you're not no... taking
1: this seriously at all,
0: Joe. <laughs> yeah, 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 I am. I'm going, know. how do you beat if if every team were like that, I would I would be in heaven. You would love it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't really have a favorite. You know,
1: I have one that said I thought maybe you'd be a classic Yankees
0: pinstripe. No, I do like classic pinstripes, but now, the I, one I you know the. I, I mean, I do like that, but I I appreciate the was, highly I mean, unusual. Next next I was the Padres do the worst. have the really. Worst. All right, well, we'll
1: switch it. What's the worst that you've got? No, no, two. no. Stick no, with no, yours. No, no, no. You change the subject now. <laughs> have you ever seen the Vancouver Canucks? Bra- uh, yeah, hockey one from like the eighties with the V and the brown and gold. it's, oh, it's, it's horrific. Yeah, there's the, yeah. that was that was that's that, up there too. Yeah. yeah, I like that one then too. <laughs> Some of the old Denver Nuggets uniforms were horrible. Oh, they they was, those were baggy. terrible. I don't know what they do in Denver. Don't. Or
0: or any basketball uniform from the sixties seventies where the shorts are yeah. about as big as yeah. a speedo. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then the uh, the teal uh, Charlotte Hornets with the purple uh, for a couple years.
0: That was that was that was a bad look. I also don't. I'm sort of torn about, uh, first of all, those high socks and the short shorts, yep. but also you have those uh, basketball jerseys. Do you like shirts underneath them or not? I mean, when I'm playing, I would want a shirt underneath I, it for me. I don't me.
1: mind it as long as it matches. I, I don't like it when it's a black under or some. You know, it needs to be the same color. But I'm not too basketball uniforms. You know, it's weird how they evolved. That's the biggest change of any sport. Uh, other bad uniforms, the Pirates. Remember the Pirates in the '70s with the the, the weird caps with the stripes. Oh yeah, it's the went, It was yeah. almost like block. Yeah, the Cardinals went there for a while, but the Pirates had it for longer. So it's just funny when you. There are a
0: couple of we have to look at some World Football League ones. Yeah. There are some really bad ones for there as well. But I do, I, I think. The Yankee, I think pinstripes is—it's always classy, whether yeah. or not the you're Dodgers, wearing a suit to yeah. a wedding or if you're playing on the yeah. field.
1: The Dodgers' classic uniforms are still good too. So absolutely, with, with that, the red number and the and the blue Dodgers across the front—that's good. The Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals, with the you know the, the Cardinals on the bat is an iconic uh, you know jersey. The Blackhawks uh, in hockey, even though it probably is, uh, whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah. at this point. Yeah, Politically I, incorrect, I, it, but it's a, it's a very good-looking Well,
0: line. I don't know. I mean, it's like Chief Wahoo on the uh, Cleveland Indians uniform. But that it's, one
1: is – I can see where that one's not good. The Blackhawk on the – Yeah, because you have it, this uh, – yeah, you have, yeah, yeah. have a Native
0: American is sort of smirking yeah. in this really bizarre thing, and you have Chief Nakahoma, you know, going down the slide, and those are the things that – but but I don't have a problem. I don't think Blackhawks – I mean, th- that's that's –
1: I don't it's know if that's any different
0: than Trojans or Americans. Yeah. It's really elevating. We there's pride in that, just like Seminoles, the Florida it State good. Seminoles. It's yeah. it, it's a prideful thing. You're not making fun of those. You're you're celebrating the Black Hawk or or the, uh, the Seminoles. But I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Things that I absolutely love. I
1: mean, I mean uh, it's funny. Uniforms and things like that. You it's, it's know a what's what I
0: always loved as a kid? I used to really love the Saints uniforms back in the 70s. And I don't know if it's because the football cards had that certain color. I, um, what is it? Sort of a gold, yeah. off gold? The, when they were the white and gold mainly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, always, I always appreciated those colors. Uh, as you mentioned, the Yankees won. Uh, what's your favorite?
1: I. I think that – I'm not a Dodger you fan, a few anyway, I, know, I think the Dodgers are probably the best-looking baseball uniform of all time, in my opinion. Uh, you know, basketball is a tough one because they, they change so often. So if you think about classic basketball uniforms, there really isn't one that just has stood the test of time. The Celtics are the only one that's probably stayed similar over the years, and the Lakers, but there's not one that stands out. Um, NFL, you, you know, I, I think the Packers green and gold is a good look. Maybe that's my Matt Toon roots coming out of me. Hmm. Uh, you know, the Vikings purple now I like for some reason, the way that it really stands out on the TV. Um, so you know, it's or,
0: or maybe even helmets. You know, if you're thinking about you know, football helmets, what what helmets do you like? I mean, do you like the the Browns, which is oh nothing on it. Or, <laughs> the uh, ugly bingles with the tiger stripes. The Steelers ones always had a pretty nice one. I, I, I thought that was always a classic yeah, one. Yeah,
1: it stayed the same. And I think if you stay the same, that's where you build your brand a little bit more. It's I like the
0: Dolphins, too. The Dolphins? It's yeah. completely different than any yeah. other one. you got this nice little dolphin, You almost know, like like uh, flipper. And, and, and you, and you
1: th- think Miami South Beach when you see those colors and the white, a lot of white and teal, Miami
0: Vice kind of thing. It defines the area. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That's a, that's a helmet. And that's why I always thought the Steelers, I thought, defined yeah, that bit. area. The too. black, gold, the green, you know, yeah, the little dirt, yeah, makes sense. So, so if, so if you bought, if you go, went home tonight and uh, you wanted to buy a jersey to wear around uh, campus or around town, w- aside from your favorite teams, which jersey would you want to wear?
1: Jersey I'd want to wear that's not my favorite team. Oh, that's a and great. or hat. I'm trying to think off the top of you know the Milwaukee Bucks. I like that deer.
0: <laughs> the, okay the deer look just I, don't I, read I, it in the woods but yeah, yeah that's
1: fine. i would go with a deer uh, milwaukee buck shirt
0: oh okay that, that'd be that'd be a pretty nice one um
1: what about you joe then that'll be we're about out of time aside
0: from you know you my favorite team no no absolutely or. i like a lot of different ones um, i do like the dodgers one but i like i like uniforms where the logo is small so I don't know that I have one specific one. Like when someone send me things, I don't want to have a, like a big New York Yankee one. It's like the one I'm wearing right now. I like I like little logos on like there. Like the Colts, with... usually you go a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, that could, that could be one. I would I would say right. any one of those. All right, I'm going to ask you one more trivia
1: question. You get, this is, this okay. is a this is a very weird trivia question. It only happens in when two teams play each other in the NFL. When the Colts play the Jets, what happens in the NFL in terms of when you think about uniforms?
0: Um, Because of the colors for home and away, they probably have to wear the wrong uniform that things they nope. do, right? Nope. Oh, Colts and the Jets. It's about the same number. There's 11. only
1: three colors on the field, white, green, and blue, because they neither of them have the third color. All the other teams have a third color.
0: Oh, That that's will win you a one. beer at that, a bar, oh, Joe.
1: Wait, that's worth it, then. There that's worth go. it. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Good thanks trivia. for watching. I'm Jeff. I am Joe. We'll be back next week. Have a day, great day, everybody.